Here we are. We are here. The very first episode of Make Moves in Music, the podcast. All right. Today on M3, I want to talk to you about one of the cornerstones of building what I feel is a really healthy freelance music business. It's called Achieving Financial Clarity. How do we do it? Well, this is my thoughts on the matter. Having personally gone from being totally broke as a singer-songwriter to a six-figure entrepreneur. So, I've got a story to tell. I want to tell you exactly where my rise to hitting my stride in life all started. Let's rewind back about 10 years, to be exact. Summer of 2011. Hard to believe to even think back that far. Things, honestly, they weren't going that great for me. I was living in Santa Monica, California, and I was in one of the smallest apartments I've ever seen in my whole life. It was just a room and a bathroom. It's called a bachelor apartment. I had like a, basically like a half bathroom, half kitchen. (laughs) It was very weird. I'd sprained my foot pretty badly playing dodgeball, so I was just kind of hobbling around. I had no job. I was living off of what my friends and I would call, quote-unquote, fun employment. But honestly, it was really anything but. And that security blanket was, it was about to run out for me. I had no savings to fall back on whatsoever. I was staring at my debts and seeing the number 17,000 staring back at me. I had one maxed out credit card. Another one was on the way there. And I had no freaking idea how I was going to write the ship. And, you know, honestly, I was an almost starving artist. I was playing some shows here and there. I had no funds to record any new material. I couldn't invest in my career, which was going nowhere, by the way. I'd been signed to a startup record label that had completely failed within a couple of years. And it all depressed me so much, living miserably in a perfectly sunny part of the country. And I don't know what inspired me, but I sat down one day with my journal. And, you know, I've never been a huge writer-downer on paper about the things happening in my life, but at that moment, I think I was just feeling particularly inspired. And it was only a few words on the page. Something along the lines of, like, deal with the finances. I think I'd honestly had enough reached enough of a low point that I was willing to at least privately state quietly somewhere that I needed to face the music. It wasn't soon after that that I went online and looked up books that teach you how to get out of debt, all that kind of stuff. One of the books with the best reviews seemed to be, uh, the title was How to Get Out of Debt, Stay Out of Debt, and Live Prosperously by Gerald Mundus. Turned out this one was based on techniques used by 12-step programs to counter spiraling, out-of-control, totally addictive debting. When that paperback hit my mailbox, I just flew through it. I started eagerly pouring through the pages, implementing what I learned into my life. And you know what? Things changed. 
Within a year, not only had I completely cleared that 17K a debt away, I'd paid much of it off while still unemployed. Within a year, I'd achieved greater level of financial clarity than I ever felt could be possible at the time. And these, I'm going to talk now about my takeaways from that whole experience. If I had to boil down the problems this very broke singer-songwriter had to their simplest essence, well, honestly, I think it's a couple things. It's what I think I knew versus what I really didn't know. Sort of sounds cryptic, right? Let me explain. When I say it was about what I think I knew, I'm talking about my brain's part in this. There came a point back in 2011 where I had to address for the first time the way I was already thinking about money. I needed to develop a different mindset around all of this. For me, I actually had to completely wipe the slate clean. I had a lot of really off beliefs about my own finances and about money. And let's talk about for a second what I thought I knew about my money back then. Oftentimes, what I thought I knew about my financial situation, you know, it was just completely wrong. It wasn't factual. It had no freaking basis in reality whatsoever. I couldn't even venture to guess what I was spending on anything. I'd have as good a chance to accurately tell you how much I was spending on gas each month as I was parking my car at venues. A random number generator might have done a better job of telling you how much I spent on night outs with friends than I could have back then. So with my unhelpful mindset and an inaccurate financial POV, it's a bad combination of the things I probably brought with me from my childhood mixed with a really incomplete picture of where I honestly was at that very moment in time with my money. Some of you might be saying, okay, I think I get what your problem was. Or you might be relating hard to what I'm talking about. So what I'm going to talk about next is the three specific big actions I took to reach a previously unseen level of financial clarity in my life. First off, I made a decision to do something about it. Remember the moment I journaled about deal with the finances? That was, in a way, the start of the rallying cry for me. I began to set into motion a plan of action by planting what I was intending to address as a seed in my brain. So it's really about just starting to do something about it and believing that it can work. What's your motivating force, your catalyst, something demands that you take action? Second, I realized I needed some accountability in my financial life. If I don't see a clear picture of my finances, it's impossible for me to make informed business decisions off of those finances. So as the book I read suggested, it was time for me to start documenting my life through the lens of money. I started tracking my expenses, what I was spending each month on everything from food to the roof over my head, and the new flyers I was printing for my open guitar case while busking on the Third Street Promenade. The accountability really just started to skyrocket the moment that I decided that every single cent that I spent, I was going to track. When we track the cents we spend <laughs> and make sense of that, voila, 
we get clarity. (laughs) We start to identify patterns of behavior, and it's really that simple. If you've never done it before, I'll tell you the way that I started. I did it the old-fashioned way, literally taking a little notepad with me everywhere I went. It was always in my pocket, and I had a pen with me as well. And every single time I spent money on something, I would just jot it down. It didn't matter to me. If I spent 10 or 15 cents on a parking meter or a dollar and a half for a coffee, I tipped 50 cents, I wrote it all down. My rent checks, my yoga classes, all of it. And then what I started doing was tabulating my expenses each month from that notepad, and I used a spreadsheet. I still use practically the exact same spreadsheet template that I did back then. If you don't want to use a spreadsheet, you can use some type of app. There's so many apps out there. I'm sure there's some that make it easy to simply track your expenses as you go along. You can use one of those. That's fine. Whichever way you go, I guarantee that when you start doing that, it's going to change your whole life. You're going to achieve a level of financial clarity that you never thought possible. You'll be able to make decisions like I did back in 2011 when I realized I was paying more for my car each month than I was my rent. And I decided to sell my car, how crazy is that, and ditch all the debt and expenses I had incurred with it. After I did that, and I also started brewing my own coffee after I realized I was spending almost $100 on Starbucks a month. Um, after that, I started actually having a small amount of extra money every month that I could use to start paying off my debt. So, let's close this podcast out by talking about the third and final action I took. And that was that I started challenging everything I thought I already knew about earning and money. Some beliefs we grow up with around business are straight up completely wrong and unhelpful. I came from a family where I was constantly receiving contradictory information all the time about who deserves money, what they should do to earn it, and what should be done with it when you actually get it. By the time I was an adult, my financial rules were more poorly constructed than the rickety treehouse I attempted to build when I was 11 years old. I had to start challenging everything. Nowadays, I find it fun to question nearly every rule I'd ever heard about money. Like, money doesn't grow on trees. That might be total BS. Money could literally grow on every tree come at you from all angles and opportunities, constantly be trying to jump into your pockets and fill your life with abundance. What are some beliefs about your financial life that you need to rightfully challenge? Honestly, that's a fun one, once you make enough breakthroughs with it. So that's my thoughts on how you can begin to really achieve financial clarity. It's a rabbit hole kind of process you could just dive right into and get as much from it as you're willing to be action-oriented and honest with. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Make Moves in Music podcast. If you enjoyed this broadcast, please consider sharing it with an awesome friend who's looking to earn more than they ever felt it could be possible to in the music industry. You can always learn more about M3 by visiting makemovesinmusic.com or following on Instagram at makemovesinmusic. Until next time, I'm your host, John Kleinbach. Have a fantastic rest of your day. <laughs>